If you have your Bibles, or when you can get your Bibles, we are discussing Jonah chapter 1, verses 4 through 16. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of 5 Minutes in Coffee. We often think about Jonah and how he was swallowed by this great fish. Oftentimes, we don't think enough about his circumstance. Why did Jonah get swallowed by a big fish? It was because he disobeyed the Lord and tried to run away. Think about all those people on that boat who had nothing to do with Jonah's disobedience. They all suffered greatly to the point that they almost lost their lives. They even tried to protect him before realizing it was pointless and threw him overboard. When I think about my walk and my obedience to Christ, my first and primary thought is, how will my actions affect my family? Will a decision that I make today cause my family to stumble? Will my lack of obedience cause my children to follow in my actions? I then think about how will my actions affect those who don't know Christ? I really want to stand before God and say I did my very best to imitate Christ. In order to do that, there's another aspect of my walk that I try to protect. I try not to let those who willingly disobey God to get on my boat. And that goes for believers and non-believers. It doesn't mean that I am better than anyone, and it doesn't mean that they are unworthy to be in my presence. It means I am careful in who I allow to influence myself or my family. So then, what do I consider my boat? What is my boat that I am so careful to keep Jonah off of? My boat is the way I choose to live my life. From the language that I use, to my church attendance, to my faithfulness to God, and everything related to my obedience. In this ocean of worldly issues, I try to build my boat on the principles of Christ so that it will stay afloat. Simply put, my boat is my life, but my boat is made of the words of God. Let me give you an example of Jonah coming onto my boat. One of God's messages to us is to be content. So being content is an aspect of my boat that I have built. Now picture someone who is consistently discontent, who consistently complains. We know these people and most of the time we may be affected by them in a couple of ways. We may be annoyed that here they are coming to complain again and having to listen or the other way is that we actually join them in their complaining and thus disassembling the boat that we are on while we are at sea. Either way, their presence may rock the boat. Another aspect that has to be built into our boat is to love our enemies. So what about a person who is vindictive in every single way? Does them riding on your boat help you or does it cause the waves to be turbulent as they disassemble your boat while you are on it? Each of us will have to think about what are the things that negatively impact us and who are the individuals who display these behaviors that impact us and is a terrible example for our families. So then how can we love these people but keep them from sinking our ship or even coming aboard our ship? How do we avoid looking like we are too good for them? 
Well, there's a way to go about this. On my boat, I carry lifeboats. You know, lifeboats are boats on your main boat. And they're there just in case your boat sinks. You can hop on your lifeboat and save your life. So since I know that a boat built on a Christ will never sink, what can I use these lifeboats for? And it is on these lifeboats that I am able to meet with the Jonas of this world. So what is a lifeboat? A lifeboat are things that are not intimate to who I am as a Christian so that I can afford to allow these individuals to meet me there. So for me, a place like work is a lifeboat. It is a place where I can discuss Christ and do my best to model his behavior, but I am not exactly pulling them into the intimate details of my life. Other areas can be the gym. It can be gatherings and functions, church, or areas that I attend to look to share God's word, and I can return to my boat if on that lifeboat, when I look to share his words, I am rejected, or better yet, I should say Christ is rejected. In this way, the word of God and his love can be shown without it becoming a snare to me because I've invited them so deeply into my life. However, on my boat, I do my very best to bring as many Christians aboard as I can. Sometimes my ship needs to be repaired or reinforced. Sometimes I may need to go on someone else's boat and help them do repairs and reinforce their boat. Sometimes it's nice to just bring somebody on your boat to fellowship. However, when it comes to my life, I cannot afford to allow anyone to destroy my ship that is built on the words of Christ. So to make this discussion simple, I prayerfully try to do my best to keep those around me who strengthen me and to keep those around me who encourage me in Christ and to be amongst those who love the words of God. And for those who don't wish to obey Christ or would be a snare to me, I keep them at a distance and try to love them as Christ has commanded me to. Because just like Jonah did to that crew, I know they can disrupt my walk with Christ. Thank you for listening to this episode. This is Jerry with 5 Minutes in Coffee. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it. If you want to support the Christian strength, please consider becoming a Patreon or making a donation towards the growth of the Christian strength. Links are in the description. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 5 Minutes in Coffee, the Christian strength.